You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It is me, and it is Chris Meany, and it's you, and we are back at it again. It's Tuesday. Everybody's back. We're getting closer and closer. We're inching to the trade deadline, which is going to be good times. I always like the trade deadline, Chris. I remember as a kid... I was always very, very excited about this. I don't know why. Almost like abnormally excited. It was like, oh my God, it's the trade deadline. So many things are going to happen. And then sometimes it was a huge bummer. Other times it was very exciting. So are, are you excited this year about the trade deadline? I Yeah, even more so than years past because it's a new deadline, right? Teams have to make the decision now. I mean, a couple of years ago when the Astros did make that deal and then there was that second deadline, they got Justin Verlander. This is a little bit more exciting. Teams have to decide this week, like within the tw- next 24 hours, basically, if they're going to be buyers or they're going to be sellers. So I love any deadline in sports. I love when teams are making deals and, you know, f- swapping jerseys. I love all that. So I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, you know, there's a few more deals. Your Mets made another deal yesterday. <laughs> I mean, uh, hey, when you get Stroman and you give away Vargas, I, I mean, that's a win. I told you they're all in. <laughs> they're all they're in, all yeah. Like, well, how about those Phillies? <laughs> Like the Phillies are a joke. We'll get to today's schedule, but like Jason Vargas is their what? big. You mean, come on. You mean Drew Smiley wasn't the difference maker oh in that rotation, Chris? Come on. Goodness, this team is going to try to make the playoffs here down the stretch with Drew Smiley. And and no no offense, like Vargas has actually been pretty good. He stays in the you division. Know, it's still a little weird to me still. Let me tell you something, brother. I'm going to be so mad at my Mets if they actually make me care at the end of the season. Because you know what they're going to do? They're going to make me care again and then it's gonna be like right and it's always my birthday because my birthday is in late september it's a 26 yeah. right so in case yeah. anybody wants to send me anything there you go <laughs> yep, send me yep, something yep. nice if you want a lot of writing it down right now the right now. and every, every year at the end they crush me right around my birthday i, re- I remember i remember i think it was when i turned 30 was when they could have had that chance to go and they lost on the last day of the season. And then afterwards it was like the end of Shea stadium too. And they had all the guys coming out and it was like the worst. It was like, I'm miserable. I am miserable and I'm 30 and I'm mad <laughs> and this sucks. And like Everything sucks. Oh God. Well, That's you and I talked the other day about just baseball and how it breaks your heart sometimes. I mean, obviously I've, you know, the angels won back in 02. This was a long time ago, but you know, they've only made it once with trout and then they beat the Dodgers all four times this year, the best team in baseball. And then they lose three to four to Baltimore and they get smoked by Detroit. And it's just the softest part of their schedule right now before actually they have the toughest schedule remaining Houston a bunch of times, but that's what they do. They just, it's baseball, man. It just breaks your heart. When you count them out, they'll be there. And when you feel like they got a shot, it's like, uh. but you know what? The Mets, who knows if they can go on a heck of a run look at the giants look at the giants right now nobody, anyway, nobody thought that they would be in it. you're doing it to me you're doing it stop it you're getting my hopes up like oh <laughs> yeah i'm gonna have a run yeah. and they're, they're gonna make me care and then they're going to blow it at the end and i'm gonna like want to throw something yeah. at my tv and i'm mad but anyway yeah. you shouldn't be mad because the nfl season is almost here that means the pre-snap show is gonna be back that means next week because next week is august chris and i are gonna be doing our preview shows for pre-snap to get some content, to get some football in you, get you ready. And if you're uh, studying up, you got drafts coming up this coming month in August. 
go get that fantasy football black book. We moved up another spot. We're now number two in football books, number two. So make sure you go out and get the black book because we can be number one, okay? Uh, And that's where we want to be, number one. Right now it's number two. And number one in fantasy sports for the last, like, I don't know, five weeks because we're crushing that. But (laughs) football is a bigger thing. I want to be number one in football, and that's where you come in. Chris Meany did the DFS chapter. Go get your black book on Amazon and get your Line Star app. For the love of God, what have you been doing this whole summer? But uh, let's do a quick fly around because you got a lot to get to today. Patrick Corbin was the chalk. We told you the chalk was good. The chalk was honestly the best thing of the night was Patrick Corbin. I'm sorry. Yeah, it really <laughs> was. It was a it was a weird night, and Corbin was yep. the best guy of the night for sure. He was. He was. Uh, Sunny, uh, not Sunny. Yeah, Sunny Gray, the other Gray. I love how the Grays are always lined up. They <laughs> really are. Yeah. Heartbreak. Yeah. Uh, but uh, John Gray was uh, we were a little afraid of, and rightfully so because I know the numbers. We talked about the numbers were good at home. But the last start at home was not good. And then you get the Dodgers, and it's like, eh, no, no, thank you. I'm not going to do it. But he was great. So okay. bad on us. Sonny Gray was good enough. He got the W, but it was not a great outing no, for him. it wasn't. No. Caleb Smith was not a great outing for him. Once again, we kept saying, Corbin's just an easy thing. Don't overthink it. Uh, none of the tournament stuff worked out. So Keller Keller was good, and then the sixth inning came. Yep. And it looked like he just got fatigued. And then you're actually your boy Barrio wasn't terrible either. And he was, got undone yeah. by the defense, so, you know, a couple errors yeah. and that's not going to help anybody. Yeah, he started off pretty good. I think he had 4K through two and he's like, oh, here yeah. we go. Four and then, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, like give up one one run in the first and then the fourth, fifth, a couple of little things. And then, of course, yeah. you know, they, yeah. they jumped on the bullpen later on. Chris Paddock also was exactly what we were afraid of at the same cost as as Corbin. We said it yesterday in the show. Our biggest fear is he has a good outing, but he only goes like five innings. He's like, five, and there it was. And there it's it was. Exactly. It's the limitation. So exactly what we thought was going to happen with Paddock did. So for the same cost, Corbin was the way to go. Hope he didn't overthink it. Eric Hosmer hit two home runs. So nobody saw that coming, including <laughs> Eric Hosmer. Uh, but <laughs> David Dahl continues to rake another dinger for him. Kevin Biggio with his eighth. Also some rumors, speaking of Toronto, that Bo Bichette's going to be up. So yeah, no, he's up. The, he played last that's night. That's exciting. There you go. Oh, he did come up and play last night. There yeah, you go. He, yeah. So the kids, yeah, the kids are there now. So, I mean, exciting times for Toronto. There's going to be a lot of swing and misses in their lineup, but guys like Biggio and Bichette and Vlad, I mean, Vlad's swinging a hot bat. So we got the kids in the lineup and they're all cheap. I didn't realize he was in. I did not uh, get to see the full thing there yesterday with Toronto. Cause, uh, cause the kids and I are continuing the Marvel universe. They are, they're Ooh. 10 movies in. Ooh. And now they're up to Age of Ultron. We're doing it in the Marvel order, by the way. Okay, nice. You know, like the way you're supposed to watch them in order for things to like make sense, where you get the little things in there. So, so we're we're like ten movies in now, and they're completely in. They're all in. Do they have a favorite yet? Oh yeah, still Guardians of the Galaxy. They love Guardians. Guardians is what I started them on, and I was like, look, if you like this, then we can get you into this. And they loved Guardians, so they enjoyed Guardians. They enjoyed the Avengers and Captain Marvel. That is the consensus three. In fact, my children yesterday were ranking in the other room. I could hear them. They were had paper and pens, and they were ranking the Marvel movies and which how they liked them. (laughs) <laughs> and and like going up and down and i like them this way and then they were projecting the other movies that they hadn't seen oh, and where they were gonna us. oh my god the apple where, where did they far. get that from from the tree where, <laughs> where could they possibly all right let's get after it because it's a new day yes it is and let's start with tuesday and let's start with uh 705 uh drew smiley the aforementioned oh, joke okay, okay. against tyler Beatty. so uh, I guess our our San Francisco Giants are back in play, don't you think there, Chris? I mean, they have to be a team implied total of 5.1. You don't see that every day. It's amazing. We're talking about the How trade deadline. Lineup too, by the way. Yeah. Are you oh. reading the San Francisco lineup, the oh. names in this line? Right? 
And how could they be? Donovan how could they Solano. Have a, how could they have a team of five total of five point one with these names? Tyler I mean, Austin. we don't even have Evan Longoria in there. Like they're like he's not even obviously he's on the IL, but like it, this is Chris this, from this is Tyler Austin to Austin Slater. It's just it's a who's who of who. Yeah, and it is. I, but yet I I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm sold. I have no I have no worries about them at all. And. I guess I'm just going to take them because I don't, I mean, that's how bad Drew Smiley is. I just, uh, oh, I yeah, I know he's been in Texas like <laughs> earlier in the year, but he had an 8.9 ERA at home. He had a 6.4 on the road, like lefties, righties crushed him. It didn't matter. You want to look deeper into it. I know he's a lefty in the lefty matchup. We're not going to see a lot of lefties in San Fran's lineup. Like Brendan Crawford's in there. He's pretty cheap, but lefties have a 60% hard hit rate, a 58% fly ball rate compared to a 46 for righties and a 45 for righties. So a fly ball rate rather for righty so it doesn't really matter what way you go um and you know it's i wouldn't suggest it in cash i don't feel like a lot of people will be on san fran because they just look at this lineup like you said joe and it's like like where do you go like slater austin there's not a lot of guys that you can feel comfortable about but smiley's going to give up some hard contact yeah all right let's move on because no doubt i I can't possibly spend any more time on that one taylor clark and jay hap will square off in yankee stadium Hap is at 7K on FanDuel, and over on DK, he's at 7.3. And I understand the potential of, oh, wow, he's super cheap, he's at home. But, man, I mean, he is a five-inning pitcher, too, at this point. And I think yeah. it's this is a situation where you get what you pay for. I don't love it. I really don't. I think there's some other things that I like more. Therefore, I'm going to stay away from it tonight. What do you think about Jay Hap? Do you think he's a trap like I do? Yeah, I think he's a trap. And the Diamondbacks, I mean, the third best team in baseball against left-handed pitching. And, you you know, you mentioned Caleb Smith yesterday. They got to him, you know, slightly. Guys like Escobar, Marte, we've been talking about them. Escobar has a 354 average against lefties. Marte has a 325 average against lefties. Um, They've combined for 20 home runs, the two of them against lefties. So those those are two guys that I like a lot, actually. Uh, I know their price is high, but... I feel like they'll be able to get to Jay Happ. I have no interest in Happ at all. Yeah, Yasmani Tomas coming up too after having a pretty yeah, good season in the minor leagues, and you got Wilmer Flores always, like you said, who uh, you know crushes left-handed pitching. But I'm yeah. I'm curious if Tomas gets in the lineup tonight and what that looks like. You know, like because he's because on Fanduel, I'm sure he's yeah. Let's let's look at the Fanduel two two free square. Oh, I knew he was going to be a free yeah. square. Yeah, no, I'm just saying like power free square left-handed pitcher Yankee, Yankee Stadium. Stadium. Yep, yep, I don't know. Yep. I'm not saying you got to do it. I'm just saying I'm curious. I'm no, I'm it's it's a good Yasmani call. Money curious, especially Fandle. You're right. It's a good call. Yeah, two two free square. All right, Julio Tehran at eight K taking on Eric Fidi at five seven for the Washington Nationals. Um, you know, Tehran is a bit of an enigma. You know, we always kind of chat about him, and we yeah. very very carefully taking our spots. Is this a spot that you want to take him in because? You know, the last outing was pretty good. You know, six innings, six Ks against Kansas City. Um, last couple of outings before that, oh, he's won six innings, three of his last four starts. Yeah. Um, you know, not a huge strikeout pitcher, but the strikeouts have actually been there recently too. 27 Ks in the last 27 innings. I think he can beat the Nationals tonight. I like, like it more than Hap. I can tell you that much. Yeah, I like it more than Hap as well. Um, I'm, I'm not, there's a lot of studs here on this board today, so I, I probably won't go go that way but i mean even two outings ago you're looking at the game log i mean he just faced washington five and two thirds only one run five k's he's certainly capable of going five six innings 
limiting like two, three runs and getting the W, but I, I don't really have a ton of interest. You know, we didn't talk about this, but the Marquecas injury, how does this affect the lineup going forward too? Because I know people want to like, they'll like scoff at it. Like, how's Marquecas? And, you know, but it kind of does because now you got Adam Duvall up there. It kind of changes the dynamic a little bit in the second part of that lineup. It pushes guys up into the five hole that might not be, you know, necessarily tailor-made for that. Yeah. So I, I think, I mean, I think the Marquecas loss is a lot bigger than people realize. You know? Yeah, it is. It, it well, I, Again, we've been talking about him all year. I know certainly yeah. I have for a couple of years. He's just a professional hitter. I mean, 284 hitter. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't have a lot of power, but he's and, and what they like to do when you watch the Braves lineup, they love that lefty right lefty. And, you know, they were talking about when you bring in a bullpen, when you go, well, now they got Albies in the two spot, but they had Freeman Donaldson and then Marcakis, right? The lefty right, the lefty. I mean, that that throws a little bit of a wrench into opposing pitchers and what they want to do, especially when teams are throwing out guys in the out of the bullpen against them. So, you know, we got Swanson on the IL as well. And you got Austin Riley who can't crack the lineup right now against righties. He's just not, he's just in a big time slump. So this lineup isn't as strong as what we've seen before in the past. I like, I like Albies a lot better in the, in the two spot than the six or seven, but yeah, there's, there's a lot more holes here now, but I do feel like, you know, their first four hitters, you know, even Ciarte uh, against Fetty is is not a bad call. I I'm going to get the W. Yeah, I think I'm going to fade Nats tonight against Aaron too. Like, you know, it's yeah. another one to him. Just I'm not in love with the bottom half of that lineup. I'm going to fade them as well. I'm all for, by the way, the Yankee lineup. I know we kind of glossed over it. We're, you know, it's, right. I, I feel like we can't, you know, can't always do this where we just kind of gush over the Yankee lineup. But same old, <clears throat> same old thing here. You're not getting the discount. You get what you pay for against Taylor yeah. Clark, who's probably yeah. going to not go very long. The Yankees are going to be very chalky tonight with that offense, and that's an offense you want to get involved in because Taylor Clark's going to be a five-inning pitcher at best. And then when he is, after that, you're into that Arizona bullpen, which is not good. It is not good. We get no. the rematch of David Price, Charlie Morton. When last these two met last week, we they were squaring off against each other, and this one was in Tampa, and we did the very rare, we want both pitchers because it was the day game, if you recall, and we were right. Both guys were great. <laughs> it was exactly what we wanted. We said it was going to be a 3-2 game. Go back and listen. It was a 3-2 game. Yeah, and, uh, and look, those are the best two pitching performances of that afternoon. And we had them both in one game. One guy came in with the win. It was Charlie Morton. Will Charlie Morton do it again? Or is it time for David Price to get the W this time? Yeah, it might be time for David Price to get the W this time. Uh, I don't know if Tommy Pham's going to play. Garcia is is questionable as well. I mean, those are Pham's been pretty hot over the past couple of weeks, so that's a that's a pretty big hole in their lineup. I still I lean Price. I mean, the more the upside is with Morton. Like he's that tournament arm. We just saw it 11K against Boston. He had an outing earlier against the Red Sox where he has 25 innings, 39 strikeouts, oh, three walks. Man, I mean, he's, I love he's all the so people good. saying that like Charlie Morton's strikeout rate is going to dip when he goes. Tampa yeah <laughs> he's so good and the one and the one uh, issue that i have with price and i think i said this last week is he's not going deep into ball games i don't know if they're just being conservative with him or or not but he's only pitched seven innings once this season and it came all the way back in the first month of the year so it's just he just it's not and again it's not that he's been bad three runs one one two two one one blow up six like he's been really good he's consistent he's got a 3.66 era he's got a double digit strikeout rate he's been solid he just doesn't go deep into those ball games it's very chris paddock like so i think morton is probably the way to go he's got the higher upside but price is uh, with saying that price is safer well that's the cheaper. problem it's the and also from the price literally 
Yeah. Uh, he's a $1,000 difference on FanDuel. Price is 8.9, 10 on for Morton on DK. It's almost it's, 2K. It, it's almost 2K. And, th- and I think that's the difference on DK. I think I'm going to go with David Price. Yeah. On the FanDuel side, I think I'll go with Charlie Morton because I can I can tolerate that. I can tolerate the $1,000 difference. I can't tolerate the $2,000 difference. I'm sorry. Yeah, I and, think and, the under is a strong play again. We, we and it might be one of those. Before. And it's tough because you've also got a little later on. And, you know, let's just transition to it right now because it just makes sense. We got Shane yeah. Bieber facing off against Verlander. Another two yeah. guys that we like separately going against each other where things get a little tricky. So 10.4 for Bieber, 11.5 for Verlander on FanDuel. On DK, 11.4 for Verlander, 10.6 for Bieber. So basically very comparable in terms of cost. So that being said, do you go for the contrarian Shane Bieber tonight, or do you go for the big dog Justin Verlander? I probably go for the big dog and uh, Justin Verlander. And this is nothing against Bieber; he's one of our favorites. It's just uh, a little bit more respect for the Astros lineup. They don't strike out; they walk. Uh, they they take their walks. Carlos Correa is back in that lineup. Jordan Alvarez will return now that they're playing in American League ballpark. So I'll probably shy away from Bieber, but he is that tournament arm. Like, and I feel like most will shy away. They'll see Verlander and they'll see the Astros and they'll say, no, thanks. Like Bieber can't get that done, but he 100% can. Like he can put out a tournament winning performance. No problem at all. But I, I will go with Justin Verlander. I like the matchup slightly more. All right, Jago Dorizzi, by the way, against the Marlins tonight. This is a tricky one for me because the strikeouts bounce back a little bit, but he's been a lot more hittable. 23 hits in his last 17 innings. Uh, plus, he's only gone 17 innings in those last four starts. So it's four starts, 17 innings. That's not great. No. He is, you know, three innings, five and a third, five and four. So that's been a big problem. Now, I understand, you know, it's you could take some of that into matchup and all the other things. But at 7.3, in Miami against Zach Gowan, another guy who's probably a five-inning guy at best. Yeah. Do you take the shot here as a tournament arm with the Odorizzi? I like it a lot. I think it's 7-3. I think this is a great one because I think this is a lock W. I hate the price on, on DK. I hate the 9-4. I think it's way too expensive. He should have an 8 next to his name tonight. He doesn't. So I'm talking about FanDuel only as a tournament tonight. Get those Yankees and get Odorizzi. What do you think about that? Yeah, you and I are on the same page. No surprise there. And you're right. He's been lit up over his last few starts, but he's faced the Yankees, the A's, and the A's. I mean, those the yeah. A's are just – we respect them here because they don't strike out a lot. And sometimes no, they're, they're good hit or miss, but and they're a deep good lineup. lineup too. The guys at the yeah. bottom sometimes crush you, you know? Absolutely. Um, right. But even with this Twins lineup too, Eddie Rosario at 3-6, Polanco 3-7. Uh, the, the problem is you take – you know, Nelson Cruz out of this because it's in the national league. Yeah. That's the only hesitation I have, but I think that all things considered, I think they can still do enough. Mitch Garver. I love the price on Mitch Garver tonight at three, one. Oh my God. All the Mitch Garver, please. For the love of God. Oh yeah. Uh, he's, he's an absolute mm. steal over there. He's five, one on DK. Like, he's I mean, can, can you talk steal. about, I mean, holy crap. Is that a variance? Yeah, it's it's huge. I mean, he's the most expensive bat in Minnesota's lineup on DraftKings, and it's it's really not even close uh, because there's some threes in there, some low fours. So I this is the thing. Like Odorizzi, the reason he's been lit up so much is because he's going up against some heavy hitting teams, and we know that he has one of the highest fly ball rates in baseball. But pitching in Miami against a team that doesn't hit home runs, it's the perfect and it strikes out a lot him. too. Like, yeah, and a, he's going to get the win most likely too. So it's yeah. a good spot for. I don't even I like mind. It. I don't even mind him on DraftKings. I know nine four is a bit much. Oh, I don't. I don't lot. mind it. I know it's a lot, but I. It's tough. But you got Verlander, tough. Bieber, Morton, Price. Yeah. Got a lot of those big names out there. I just. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. It's tough. It's tough. I don't know. We'll see what happens there. Uh, the Reds, Tanner Rourke at home against Joe Musgrove. I'm just kind of running away from uh, pretty much everything in this one. I will say, however, Starling Marte has been red hot since the yeah, All Star yeah, break. Been. He's at he's at three six right now 
on uh, FanDuel at 5-2. Again, look at the variance. Look at the variance. So if you want to know, like, if you're getting a good discount on a player, go look at the DK pricing and see a guy like Marte or a guy like Garver who's above five, who they're valuing very high. And then go over to FanDuel and go, oh, my God, he's only 3-6. Why? Why? Because they can. So because it's looser, take advantage of that. Again, all the Marte shares over on FanDuel on DK, it's too expensive for me. Sorry. Yeah, it's, it's too expensive. <laughs> and, um, the best value on the night, according to Line Star, is Joe Musgrove. 5-1. I, like, I know it's in Cincinnati, and the Pirates are completely rock bottom. I mean, this team can't score any runs. They're getting crushed. They're bullpen. I feel pathetic. better about him as a secondary arm than I do about Odorizzi returning because on that investment. price. Yeah, you Because should. of the price. Yeah, we should. We all should. I mean, he had a start earlier against Cincinnati where it was seven scoreless, 8K. I mean, let, the, the Reds are scoring runs lately, and they have a high team applied total of five two. But even but his still, peripherals are Musgrove pretty good. Five one. Musgrove's peripherals are still pretty good too. Yeah. I mean, you know, just just looking at it, you know, again over the last twenty four innings, twenty six K, seven walks, twenty hits. That's about. Yeah. That's a guy who's going to be competitive, and I'll take competitive at five one because if it's wrong, so be it. Yeah. You know it, exactly. It allows you to do a lot with your lineup. That's oh yeah, sure. oh, you could well you can go up to the, to the Charlie Morton board if you want to. <laughs> sure, <laughs> you, know? you can and you can still stack expensive <clears throat> bats. So I mean, you're right. The the ratios are good. I mean, it doesn't walk a lot of guys to walks per nine. The ground ball rates yeah, I'm at fading 44%. the Reds tonight. I know yeah, we were talking too. about them yesterday. I'm fading the Reds. And me look, too. the the same thing goes kind of with this with the Astros Cleveland versus uh the Red Sox Rays game too. I think offense just generally speaking, most of us somebody's going to something's going to break with one of those obviously and it wouldn't shock me for one of those like oh it's a seven five game you know what i mean like because that happens it's baseball like we talked about right but it's about where can you put the smart money and the and the smart notion and the smart notion is i'm pretty sure that everyone's going to be fading those offenses so if you're going to pick one of them which one's the one you pick is it houston against beaver uh yeah it's probably houston against beaver just because the one fault that beaver has is the fly ball rate is slightly high and he allows a home run or two here and there so that's it i mean i just love houston's lineup so that's where i'd go i like i said earlier i think the under hits again between the red sox and the rays we got that last week and again just look at i was just looking into suarez just to give a little bit more love to musgrove i don't think he's gonna play tonight for cincinnati so if he doesn't play that's even better for joe musgrove i mean that's a that's a huge hole in cincinnati's lineup he's their best hitter all right, finally, we get excited about the Rangers again. They're at home against Mike Leak. Very hittable, right-handed. Hooray, here we go. Yeah. Nomar Mazar, 3-5. Yes, Rugging Outdoor, 2.9. Sure, why not? I've, I've had a couple cocktails. Uh, Shinshu Chu, <laughs> 3.3. Yes, absolutely. So, yes, yes, yes to all the lefty bats. Estrubo Carrera, 2.8. So, give me all those guys on FanDuel. I love this stack. It helps you completely get those Yankees tonight which I think you're going to want. So give me all of that. Are you down with me as well, my friend? Of course, yeah. 6.1 right. team implied total. I feel like Willie Calhoun should get in this lineup too. I wouldn't be surprised if Hunter Pence is If Willie Calhoun's in this lineup, hours. go get him. Especially yeah. on FanDuel because he's going to be completely underpriced. S- super cheap over on FanDuel. So yeah, we know about Mike Lee, contact guy, home yeah. runs. There's a reason we got a six implied total here. Texas is a strong stack. I think they're a strong cash stack too. Noah Syndergaard. Could it be his last start as a Met? I hope not. Oh, because- man. I have the Noah Syndergaard sitting on the Iron Throne bobblehead, and I really like it, and I, I think it's cool. It's going to make me sad every time I look at it now. It is cool. If he gets traded. Anyway, <clears throat> speaking of Marvel movies, Thor, 
at 10.6. <laughs> 10.3 over on DK, 10.6 on FanDuel. Going against Ronaldo Lopez tonight. <clears throat> this should be a great spot for the Met lineup. The spot. Why did I turn into Sean Connery for a second? It's a great spot. You know why? There. Because I was thinking about saying Jeff McNeil. And that's Ooh. a good Sean Connery name. She, Jeffy, Jeffy, gonna lead off for the Mets tonight. And, Michael and... Conforto. <laughs> so you got McNeil at 3 3. Uh, I know he's questionable tonight. We'll see what happens. But Pete Alonzo, 3 8. This Ooh. is a discount we have not seen on Pete Alonzo in quite wow. some time, Christopher. I'm yeah. all over this. I want the Pete Alonzo in the lineup tonight, 3 8. Give it to me. It, yeah, we should. He should want him. I mean, lefties, righties, crushing Lopez. He's allowed 24 bombs. He's got an extreme fly ball rate, almost an ERA that's sitting at six. Uh, yeah, near six at home. So, uh, Mets are in a great spot. I like Syndergaard too. I think we. I think we can. Pl- I know ten three seems. Uh... <laughs> the run begins. The run begins. I, I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You, For, once I get to him? ten, once I get to ten, I might as well be on the Morton train or or Bieber yeah, or one of those right. guys. The, the that's just me. It's the if, this, if those guys weren't on there tonight, I'm not saying it's bad. In fact. You know what? And you're like, uh, you want to try a you know high end pitcher in a tournament tonight? I can understand that. I, I get that, but it's again American League lineup, tough ballpark. Syndergaard's yeah. been inconsistent. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass gonna on pass it, on but him. it wouldn't shock me if it was good. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like things. at least he has a good shot at the W here tonight in the Mets as well. Um, but you're right. I'm just looking at the game log too. It's it's I, I can't really figure him out. I don't know what's going on with him. He's been struggling with the walks, the command lately, but. Um, I don't mind rolling out there in, in a couple spots. 8K, 8K, 9K is last three games. He's going to get that number again today against the White Sox. All right. This might be the best value on the board tonight. It's you, Darvish. He's 9-8 on DK. He's 8-3 on FanDuel. 8-3 on FanDuel for him as a standalone arm. I love it tonight. I know the Cardinals have had a good stretch here, but we have to pay attention to you, Darvish, because last four starts, all six innings or more, 24 innings, 27 strikeouts, just two walks. 17 hits the guy is on a roll it's happening very quietly yep. and i'm telling you right now to me it's you darvish is the arm of the night you fade all these top guys all the big names in favor of you darvish you could do a whole lot more with your lineup i like it on dk i like it on FanDuel. i like it the most of anything chris give me you darvish tonight man he really has been good quietly right why i mean two. nobody we talked about it on uh bogman and i talked about it on uh the baseball show on in this league and uh he was just asking me, I was like, yeah, you know what? You're right. He's just been really, really good. And we've been kind of peeling into the, so the deeper stats on him and he's had a good run. Now it could end at any moment, but yeah. you know what? I'll take my shot tonight at that price. It just makes sense. Yeah. I mean, look at the last few games, like six hits, two hits, two hits, five, four, two. He's had a couple in June where he only allowed three hits, one, including a start in St. Louis. where he only allowed three hits and didn't give up any earned runs and struck out six. So he's not the biggest thing for me is, yeah, he's not allowing any base runners with hits. He's not walking a lot of guys. That was the start of the season. You remember the first start? I mean, his first two starts, he walked 11 guys. So he's only walked two in his last four outings, to your point. So I, I think it's a good call by you, Sneaky. Even myself, I didn't realize how good he's been lately. Yeah, and he's better. So he's been better on the road, too. Yeah. All year. Oh, yeah. Look, yeah. I, give it, give me, give me, give me your garbage. I love it. All right. Nine, eight. It's perfect on D on DK. The FanDuel price is absurd. It's so good tonight. Just that's your tournament guy. Okay. There he is. It's you Darvish. That's what you do. Um, and in terms of offense, I would look for Rizzo, probably the main cock in this lineup tonight against Wainwright. I like him. He's swinging a good bat. Yeah, um, we also got Ian Happ back up too. I wonder if, you know, he hasn't been very good at AAA, but man, that's no, a guy too. Hasn't. that I think has a ton of talent that I don't know. I feel like if they just left him alone, and giving him one spot to play every day, he would have eventually figured it out. But I think they're jerking him around. Uh, Sean Reed Foley, 
Uh, I guess he took uh, somebody's married name there uh, against Mike Montgomery. Uh, no, hard pass for me. Hard pass for you there, Chris? Oh, of course, yeah. No Do you like any of the offensive pieces here? I, I, again, Jays. I mean, these guys are hot right now. You were all over them over the weekend at TQE. You were talking about the Jays. They had a big Sunday. They scored some runs again yesterday. I like Biggio at the top still, 3.1. I, I like do. with the head of this order. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think uh, Gurriel, again, we've been talking about his prices dropped down slightly, but he's he's had success this season against lefties. Vlad is starting. His prices start. I think this is the first time in a long time where he's been at least four on DraftKings. He's 4-1. But again, of course, on FanDuel, he's 3-3. I mean, you can't ignore that. 3-3, Gurchik 2-8, Gurriel 3-7, Biggio 3-1. Like, these, yeah, these are the guys discounts. I would ride. <clears throat> There's yeah. some good one-offs. I like the two guys at the top. Merrifield, Kevin Biggio on FanDuel. 3-4 yeah. for Merrifield, 3-1 for Biggio. Those are the dudes that I like tonight. Julio Urias is going to start this one against mm. Kyle Freeland. Ugh. Well, you're looking for more offense? I give you <sighs> Kyle Freeland in Colorado. So this is to the point of what we talked about earlier. And a night with these big-time pitching names, and you're looking, you're looking. That's why you, Darvish, is so magical on FanDuel tonight because you can go and you can get into this Dodger stack against Kyle Freeland. And it's hard not to want to pay for Cody Bellinger. And I actually think 4-9 is reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think he should be worth more on FanDuel. Of course, Freeland is a gas can. I mean, he's 4-4. I can't believe I he's 4-4. I know, it's just because he's a lefty. They, they, yeah. They've knocked Cody Bellinger down into the 4-9. And granted, it's 4-9, yeah. but he should still be above 5. Like that's He's just too good. Yeah, he really should be. Um, they, they've bumped some prices up on DraftKings, of course. Justin Turner's 5-4. That's definitely as high as he's ever been all year. Seager's 5-1. Uh, mentioned Will Smith yesterday. He got into the line of four or five. So I, I know that the Dodgers only scored one run yesterday, but Kyle Freeland, this is a team that hits lefties well, despite having all these lefties in their lineup. So I, I mean, Pollock, Pollock and Turner, if they're going to hit that two, three, uh, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, I yeah, love Pollock. Pollock's at four, five on DK on three, nine on fan. Crushing Bowl. lefties this year. <clears throat> Crushing lefties. I agree. Uh, Pollock is definitely somebody you want in on. Um, on the other side of that one against Urias, uh, Arenado, you got David Dahl, who hits everybody. Take the David yep. Dahl discount. He went yard yesterday. David yep. Dahl, three, five. He hits lefties. Look, it's it's a no-brainer. It's just it's just easy. Adrian Hauser against Chris Bassett, fading those two guys, too. Um, yeah. In terms of offense, I would expect some, that's for sure. Uh, looking at this, too, there's a lot of rumors that the Milwaukee might be shopping Moustakas and Grandal, which I think is fascinating so like would they're just gonna give up right that, that I don't would know. in my it, like i would like if they shop Mustakas and grandall well, those guys get traded i would assume that they're giving well up. but here's the thing and i kind of said this last year and i said at the end of the year i was like look they went on a magical run because they got so much out of a pitching staff that they had no business getting out of mm-hmm. and then their best pitcher has been Brandon woodruff i'm sorry i don't want anybody can at me about that it's not even close right and then once he goes down for the next he's not back till september it's done you're done yeah. it's over yeah. So for me, you should be thinking about that. I just feel bad for Mike Moustakis because he's like, it seems like nobody wife. ever wants this guy, but he's so solid. <laughs> his poor wife's like, it. are we living in Milwaukee? Or are we living in Kansas City? Where are we living? <laughs> like, just gonna keep going back and forth. And yeah. now he's going to have another address. I just feel bad for him. But oh, yeah. uh, I actually do like Moustakis tonight at 3-6. I don't think he's a good value. Rondala 3-1 is a good value, too. On the other side yeah. of this one, uh, Matt Olson at 3-3, always a good value. Chapman's it down to 3-2. Simeon's at three, five. You're getting a lot of discounts here with those guys. So all in as usual on the A's and the last, but not least Griffin canning at six, seven on FanDuel against drew Verhagen. Uh, I, again, this is another one where the, well, the Detroit lineup shows up and scores runs sometimes now. Yeah, they do. But the they problem do. is I don't know where to target. 
Like, I, I actually don't mind Canning again. Is is the same kind of thing as as Berea is somebody who can probably strike out a few. I mean, he had a start against Detroit. He went five innings, had seven K. That's probably what he's going to do. It's at home is a better better ballpark for him because he has given up fourteen homers and fourteen starts. He does have an extreme fly ball rate, but at home he's been he's been a little bit better. I don't mind the price seven nine. It's probably if you're going to play in the late slate, honestly, like what are you going to do? It's it's you got to you're going to have to have some exposure to to Griffin Canning because you're not going to want to go to the Colorado game. And you're maybe Bassett, but nine two? Are you kidding me? He doesn't even strike anybody out. So you're yeah. gonna have to, without you, you have to. It's Canning or Verhagen. Like, what are you gonna here, do? Here you go. You ready for this? Last yeah. seventy at bats, Miguel Cabrera has one home run. And it was last night. It was dead straight to center, and he chirped Albert Pujols around the corner. It was mic'd up. That game was on YouTube last night. It was actually pretty entertaining. You could only watch on YouTube, and they had um, a nice sit down interview between Pujols and and Miggy. It was cool to see because Miggy grew up idolizing pool hosts and pool hosts was saying, listen, I across the way, even though I'm older, I idolized him and he hit a home run straight to center and you could hear it mic'd up as he chirped. He's like, that would have been caught in Detroit. Because <laughs> 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 Trout climbed the fence and he just didn't get it. Uh, uh, but yeah, they, they extended center field there in Detroit a couple of years. So yeah, yeah it was, it was that, an entertaining game. Mickey <laughs> turned back the clock last night. It was just cool to see because hey, look, obviously five, multiple maybe he gets MVPs. another night. Maybe he gets another, maybe he's swinging a hop at it. At five, I said, start. At, he was 2-2 yesterday, Joe, and I said at 2-2, maybe, and this was my exact quote, TQE, and it, it's like just narrative. It's nothing. You can back it up because he's been brutal. You just gave us stats. I said at 2-2, maybe the fact that there's going to be five MVPs in this game, him having two, Pujols and Trout having a couple, maybe he'll be able to turn back the clock, and, and certainly he did, and he had a big hit in the eighth, too. At that price point, why not? I agree. All right, so... Betting lines, what do you like tonight from the way? Betting side? lines. All right, let's go up to the top. Of course, we like the Yankees today. I think we can feel good about the over there, actually. Over 11 between Happ and Clark on the hill. Yes, I like I the Braves about that. to bounce back. <laughs> yeah, I feel pretty good about that. The Braves to bounce back. I don't really have a feel with the Giants. I can't pick the Giants. I can't uh, I can't spend them, even though they're, they're up against Drew Smiley. I noticed their team implied total is 4.5. I can get behind that. I don't know if they'll win this game, but I think they could score five runs. The Twins on the road, um, skipping over that Cincy and Pittsburgh game, no thanks. I like the under, again, in Boston and Tampa Bay. That's 9.5. It's actually jumped up, surprisingly. It went from 9 to 9.5. I still like the under there. I like Texas and the over. I like the Mets on the road. I like the under in St. Louis and Chicago. I could even get behind the Cubs there. Going to ride out this hot streak from the Jays to score some runs in Kansas City. Uh, the over is going to hit in Colorado. It's 14. Are you with me? Is everybody going to get to it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's okay. do it. Let's do it. Mm, I want all of it. Yeah. And then the Angels uh, at home and then Oakland as well. Oakland only, in the over. only Kyle Freeland can make me see 14 and go, oh, yeah, let's go. Let's <laughs> go over it. All right. Yeah. So you go first today. Okay. It's time to call our shot. Chris Meany, you're up. I'm over two now. Uh, that's, that's yeah. not a good, I don't, don't like going two days in a row without getting one, right? I know that sounds uh, facetious, but if you listen to the show and you're a subscriber of the show, you know, that to be true. We don't usually go more than two days without a home run call between the two of us. So I'm, I'm upset. It's time to get serious. So Chris, me, yeah. you go first today. Where are you calling your shot? Okay. So let's go to New York, but I'll go with Arizona. Uh, I'll, I'll shy away Ooh. from the Yankees and I'll, I'll go with Arizona. Let's go with Kettle Marte. Let's go with Marte against Jay Happ, somebody who's crushed lefties all year. Uh, I like him, and I like Escobar a lot today. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, you know what? I'm going to keep it simple, stupid. I'm going to go with Pete Alonzo because I told you he's 3'8". That's a mm. huge discount in the Chicago White Sox ballpark against Ronaldo Lopez. Check the box, baby. 
check yeah. it for Beat Alonzo as he continues to just have a just incredible rookie season. I mean, this is very exciting stuff there from him. But I'll tell you what, AJ Pollock was my second one, but it was in Colorado. And yeah, I that's just a great tired. one. I feel dirty. I feel dirty whenever I pick one in Colorado. And that's how desperate I actually I think I went to Colorado yesterday with Jock Peterson. Right. And yeah. I felt dirty then. So I didn't want to do the dirty two days in a row. So it's Pete fair. Alonzo, let's just get back on the board here. Let's get another safe one. Let's go Pete Alonzo and uh, against Ronaldo Lopez and make sure you get all the you Darvish you possibly can today for the love of God. Get the you <laughs> Darvish tonight. You're going to need him for all those 14 plus runs that are going to be scored in Colorado. So you can follow us on Twitter at Joe Pizzapia 17 at Chris Media and at Line Star app. Make sure you download that Line Star app and make sure you go get your Fantasy Football Black Book 2019 edition. That'll yes. do it for me and Chris. We'll be back again tomorrow. And FYI, we'll be back Thursday. I know you love the Thursday baseball show. So we're giving it to you because Chris and I are traveling, both of us on Friday for the Flex Draft in New York City. So no weekend edition. We have football drafts coming, but we'll be here Thursday. So you're welcome. You're welcome on deck fan base. There's only one thing left to do, and that's step out of that on deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and Chris Meaney.